and we're rolling a little early rando banter larry and duff uh one of those episodes where it just says an episode number and it doesn't have a name associated with it because nothing special sorry it's the two people who are boring and we wanted to find interesting people very little to offer yeah. Everybody hates us? No. Hey, <laughs> oh, okay, hey, hey. Just... Even the cats just left. That's literally why I wasn't on the mic as we started this was I was letting the cats inside. Yeah, we hit play and the cats are like, the cats fuck like, in the audience. Screw audio. these guys. Like, <laughs> really? They're still at this? <laughs> <laughs> haven't given up yet? <laughs> well, thank you for not giving up on us, listeners. <laughs> I got I do have a confession to make. Uh-oh. Um, early on, Barrett's like, you know, this uh, open sounds a little... You know, sports radio e w e i ish, which is the sports radio station in Boston. And you know, ever since he said that, I listened to it. and I'm like, Ugh. somebody listened to Barrett. I think he's kind of right. Okay, I got to get rid of it. I think this may be, if I can get it done this week, this may be the last podcast with that open. I think we need another one. Okay. And I don't know if it's one that we we do ourselves. I've been whacking away at the uh, piano, yes. the keyboard, <laughs> the, the ivories. <laughs> you've been tickling the ivories, tickling the ivories, and you're uh, you've got the electric guitar, you've got the acoustic guitar. Apparently, this amplifier is fucking crazy. Yeah. So <clears throat> catching can... a lot of shit lately for the equipment I have. But... Yeah, and we have a whole segment on that today. Um, I think it's sponsored by Megan and uh, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of buying them nice things, we buy ourselves things that just sit around. But that we don't use, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to find um, some new a new open. Okay. I like our. I like our. Let me let me see. Here's our clothes. Up, oh, it's not potted up here. Let's do this. I like this. I'm a fan of this. We don't have drums, so we can't. Yeah, we can't replicate this. Yeah. But the open here. This is kind of. What do you think? We'll take a we'll take a poll. Maybe Barrett, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Barrett's just the one that just doesn't like it. When we when we post this this episode on Facebook, give us a you know new open or keep the open. Yeah. And then uh, actually, is Barrett right? Yes or no? That doesn't have to be any context. <laughs> yeah, the answer will always be no. So we'll <laughs> never get a new open. So that's I don't know. I think he's right. I think we need a new open. I got you. All right, we're twenty-five-ish episodes in, right? Yeah. So a new one's a new one's in uh, Boza episode five. I think was yep. he's like oh, he made fun of both of our open and our clothes. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah, yeah he, he said the he said the clothes was like uh, he did some dance. <laughs> I don't even know what he was trying to do. I actually thought he the other day because he he. Um, when I bought my electric guitar um, right around the beginning of the year, I asked for his input on a couple uh, distortion pedals. And he gave me one, and it's actually the one that's just hanging out. Like It's called the Big Muff. <laughs> it just... I know you guys, they, they would call me Dat Muff for a Dat long Muff. time. So, yeah, so the Big Muff I, is one of the pedals. I was trying to make it work. I couldn't, I couldn't find the right sound. Also... I'm lazy, and uh, I don't spend a lot of time at this, so that's the other part too. But um, so yeah, that's hopefully I can find a time to devote to the big muff pedal. <laughs> it's just weird to say. Yeah, a little bit. It's also weird to say that you're lazy. You're like always fucking got your hands in something, I doing think, some shit. I think I'm just too busy. Maybe it, yeah, that's what it is. I it's can't devote lazy. myself to shit. Right. Or I can just... devote myself to shit, but not like to. <laughs> I can't devote myself to one thing. But not this podcast. No. Very devoted. Um, so, yeah, we're down here on a Sunday, right? Yep. Drove down here. Drove through St. Pete that has a F1 race going through it, yep. which was fine. I missed the traffic. But Thank God. we did go to Corporate Ladder. Yes. Was Great place. Down, is that Palmetto? Palmetto, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I which, like how you move to a tropical climate <laughs> and be like, you know what I want to do? Ice skate. It's probably a good segue into shit I've bought <laughs> that I don't use. So as of right now, I have three hockey sticks, a full complement of uh, hockey equipment. 
that as of right now is just sitting in a storage unit. It's probably one of the few things that's sitting in a storage unit, just accumulating $150 a month. <laughs> just sitting there because I don't have room in my house for this you gotta shit. you got to add that to the cost of what you paid for it, too. So, I mean, it was a lot. The skates were a lot, but they're easy to store. It's the other shit that goes along with it. Right. So, are you going to sell any of that shit or are you just keeping it? I don't know. There, I have, like, what's it called? Delusions of grandeur about trying to get get into a beer league hockey team. Because I used to play street hockey, but, like, the ice hockey thing, like... I really could. I didn't put it together. So I love the sport. I love watching it. I think I get the basic concept of the sport. Sure. I just haven't put the time into skating, and and I'm also 40 years old now. If, if people <laughs> don't know, so I definitely wake up feeling different than I did a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, but that is one of the. That's one of the things that Joanna, my wife, will look at me and be like could you do something with this shit? Like either sell it or use it. So and she does that every month when the storage due storage bill is. Due. Oh, she doesn't see that shit. <laughs> she will now. Well, she knows about it, but she, yeah. knows about it. she just doesn't <laughs> see it. She doesn't pay for it. Like, well, I mean, you're married. So even if you don't have the same account, it's still, yeah. still your money's her yeah. money. Her money's your money. No, her money's her money. And your money's her money. Exactly. Our, our money? Yeah. I think that's, that's a saying. Fair enough. So, but yeah, I, I guess that's a good segue because uh, Larry had mentioned last weekend, you know, he, he, bought a, he bought a keyboard not too long ago and he actually played me some songs. So Larry's actually sitting there playing the keyboard. That's one thing that uh, Joanna has um, definitely called me out on was buying a keyboard three years ago and not touching the damn thing mm. since. But uh, we also know that there's been plenty of times where we've gone all in on something and it's just collected dust. Right. So both of us, both of us couples. But yeah, what what are what are some examples that you got? Well, I mean, with the keyboard, I have one that I just bought now that I'm actually using, which is great. When we lived in Massachusetts, it was the first time I bought myself a keyboard. <laughs> and how many I, times uh, did you play it? I set it up in my in our bedroom, and Emma at the time was like one and a half going on two. I think she used it three or four times. I used it maybe on my own once, maybe twice in about it was probably about yeah. six months. So, yeah, that was a giant waste of money. But when we moved, we I just sold it. I got you. you know, okay. It wasn't a very expensive one. It was probably like uh, you know eighty nine bucks. Okay. Yeah came with a stand do you want me to rattle off a few yeah or? keep going because I, I got a few on my list too like oh boy these can be embarrassing some of them well i, I also buy, i also do have a keyboard with a stand with a pedal i think i spent like 150 200 on it with a keyboard yeah. book and i think i've played it twice in three years so it what does is the, what does the pedal do no, I think. Do you know at the bottom of pianos, how they, I think it's called like a sustain pedal or something like that. Like yeah. so, that that's all it is. It's not like any sort of uh, the pedals you're talking about are another thing I've spent money on. No, no, no. I'm but not like using. a keyboard pedal. Like I saw some that came with a pedal and ones that didn't. And I've never bought one with a pedal because, quite frankly, I don't know what they do. Yeah, I think it's called a sustain. So, so like, like when you yeah. play something and you press the pedal, it just holds. The I think sound? it holds the sound a little longer. Okay. But again, I'm dumb. And I'm not musically inclined. There are outside. some that were three pedals. Like, what do you need three yeah. pedals for? And that's at the bottom of every piano, I think, has three pedals. So, so what do they do? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out <laughs> over time. Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't spend money on that. Um, but Larry did play Linkin Park as I walked in today. He played the intro to Crawling. Is Crawling. That right? Okay, yeah. yeah. We've talked about on the podcast before um, the brewing equipment that I've purchased. Um, probably spent on a five-gallon... With, you know, all the add-ons and, you know, uh, <clears throat> the problem is now it's been like five years removed. Just just yeah. this past week on Facebook where they give you the, like, memories. Yeah. It was five years ago, like, this past week that I tried my first homebrew. So some of the, the terminology of what I bought, I don't even remember now. But there's things that you put the yeast in before you start it, like your starter yeast. I bought that. Um, there's the, it's high, high, 
hydrogen something, hydrogenator, whatever the fuck that tells you. Sounds the, right. The gravity of the beer or the alcohol content of the beer. Um, there's just all these little pieces that probably added up to, you know, 700, 800 bucks. And then I also bought a one gallon uh, kit. Yeah, to brew just one gallon at a time. And you were so close to getting a keg at that time. I think I was like, going to buy a kegerator and a keg. What's funny about that is in our house now we have a, a formal dining room, and then we also have a kitchen table, and that we're going to replace that. And Megan was talking about putting it by our island in our kitchen, and I'm like. So I could put a bar and a kegerator where our current dining room table, our kitchen table is. And then I think she was just like, no, nah, you know what? This is a bad idea. Like she oh, just, Come on. She's been to our house before. She knows how the bar can look. You guys have a great setup. <laughs> I don't think we have that much room to do something like what you guys have. So Hey, the formal dining room is a lot of space. So. <laughs> it is. It, it sure is. I don't know. I'm just trying to pull you in this. We, last night was probably the first time we actually sat at it and just kind of hung out at the bar mm-hmm. in a long time. Really? I love when we come up there just hanging out at your bar area. And, you know, it, it, it yep. still feels like you're at a house, but it feels like you're at a house with a cool, like, yeah. Bar man cave area. Yeah, we're not the we're not the people that are going to host a, a big Thanksgiving family, so like a, a family gathering. So it's that that's what we're there for is the bar and the you know the shit out in the backyard and yeah, and you've so. got all that. You've got a beautiful house. So well, I appreciate that, and I'm glad to have you guys over. But yeah, we're not a formal dining room <laughs> type of couple, is what it is. Sure, that's fair. You know, obviously there's and you'll have some of these too, but there's a lot of exercise equipment. That I was go hung about getting, and then when we got it, ah, yeah. best it, intentions, but yeah. So we started with like a. Uh, actually, if you want to go way back to when we lived in Massachusetts, do you remember the infomercials with Tony Little doing the gazelle, the gazelle freestyle? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah. We used to sell those at Olympia, so I bought one of those. I actually used that, and then we also bought the Total Gym. Okay. If you remember that. That was another one. I think that was endorsed by Chuck Norris. So you have to buy it. I yeah, mean, of course. Yeah. Chuck Norris can sell anything. So Right. Um, so <laughs> we've got both of those in Webster. Um, I did use the Total Gym a little bit, but the... The like Gazelle, is that what you said? Yeah, the Gazelle. <laughs> I know what you're talking was, was not... So it's pretty much the same bar has your feet and your hands on the same kind of bar, and you're just... Yeah, you're, you're doing, doing a like running motion, sea. but yeah, yeah. you're like, yeah, or skiing motion. But you're off the ground, and you use your legs and your feet, and you gotcha. Make that didn't seem motion. like it ever did much. I mean, it'd get your heart rate up. <laughs> I tell you that right now. Here in Florida, we bought a. It was made by Bowflex, but it was like a, a big elliptical. I think it was called the the Max Five Trainer. Do you still have that? We actually just got rid of it. Okay. Um, so we we did use that a little bit, both Megan and I. And then once the, elip- the the electrical part of it kind of burned out, we were just done with gotcha. it. And I tried messing with it. I disconnected all the cords, looked for all that. Um, it was probably something where like a, a circuit, like circuit a board, circuit board shit. needed yeah. to be replaced or something like that. And it was outside of warranty. And we called, and they didn't want to do anything for us. So yeah. we Tony, just listened. Tony Little picked up his. <laughs> <laughs> How can I help you? I got Gazelle Freestyle. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got forty thousand of these sitting in my warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> So we yeah we ended up just listing it online free and told them what was wrong with it and somebody picked it somebody I, came and like yeah we're on the way so, way to do it yep so they came got that um, and then we've talked about on the podcast with the I think it was one of the wives episodes that we bought like one of those it's not the Peloton but it's the the Nordic Track version yeah, yeah. of the Peloton yep. and did the uh, I wanted that so bad and we finally got it and I used it twice. And that was gotcha. in, like, we, we got it October, like, 2020. Yeah, but you Megan's know, been pretty consistent with her. Right yeah, though, I'll so say to this awesome. day, Megan does the monthly challenges every yeah. month. She achieves it. She's got all these magnets on the fridge, and yeah. she's got T-shirts from, you know, how much she uses it. So. Damn. Yeah, she she's great with it. But it <laughs> As was, you're walking out the door, you want anything from McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the steak and cheese is back at breakfast. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get two for me. You eat anything? 
So, uh, yeah. I use the grease uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> to, to lube up the screws on this thing. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, you know, I also had gotten around the same time an actual outdoor bike. Again, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I had it custom made for me. It was yes, like a bigger yes. front tire to support the added weight, a stronger chain, and all these other things that they they did. Um, and I had actually used it a lot to start. We got that again beginning of 2021, like right after I realized I hated the indoor bike, mm-hmm. the stationary bike. So I was I was doing all of my exercises on Matt My Run. Mm-hmm. I was looking back on it because we've been doing some walking now and I usually do those on Matt My Run as well. I looked back to where the last bicycle, it was <laughs> December of 2021. So I haven't physically logged an exercise with my bike in over a year. Gotcha. Now going on like 15 months. I did tell Megan if we, you know, fix up the bikes and just like re-oil the chains and stuff. So Megan was like on it. So she's like buying a stand to lift up the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so you can then like do the lubrication in the chain and all that. Because she wants to do it too. She doesn't, you know, she's done this indoor bike so much. It's just nice to get out on a regular bike, do a regular bike ride. Um, and all that. So, uh, I'll get back on the bike, but I've spent you know two grand on that bike for me, <laughs> and then I haven't used it in fifteen months. Gotcha. So, kind of a, a waste, I guess. Still time. There's still time to plenty of time. It's not going anywhere. It's in great shape. Yep. Probably just needs some oil on the chain. Yep. Um, it was probably used. I probably put, you know, I don't know, somewhere between seventy and a hundred miles on it. The first year I had it. Gotcha. They keep track of that shit? Is there a, well, on an Matt, odometer run, on your bike? No, on Matt My Run, you can oh, keep okay. track. I just yeah, because you, you, it tells you how many miles you did each one. I probably I started doing like two and three mile rides, then it was four, then it was five, six. So. I don't know if it was like a used car type thing. <laughs> just kept an odometer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I rolled back my mileage. It was just an old lady going to the friggin' uh, stop and shop. <laughs> I was going to ask you today, right, so today we, I went with Joanna to get, uh, she was getting her oil change, and I've kind of lasered in on what I want for my next car. Okay. So it's been about four, four and a half years since I bought a new car. Like, how has your experience been buying cars? Like, it just never seems to be a good experience. It's a pain in the ass. I used to do it a lot more often than I do now, but. Well, it's going to be a different experience now, because what dealerships do is they don't keep a big volume in stock anymore. Dealerships used to just have, you know, a hundred of a model. Yeah. And, you know, they'd have all these discounts and all that shit. Well, with COVID, they realized they didn't have to do that. They could pre-sell the car, you know, and then you could get all the upgrades and add-ons you want. And because they didn't have a million in stock, they don't have to discount. Gotcha. So you'll notice that the fees and things like that are, or the discounts are a lot less, but also the the pricing is generally more straightforward unless you're trying to get a popular model yeah. that is there's several back orders for, and then a lot of times to, to expedite the process you end up having to pay more yeah. than you you know than MSRP because all the ones for MSRP are, are kind of already locked up. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of pissed today. So we we go to the dealership, and I I've been just poking around. I know I'm buying in the next four to six months, but I'm like, hey, I looked I look on your website. You have freaking fifty of these on the lot, and I'm like, certain colors, certain like, and the guy struggled to find me this shit on the lot. He's like, oh, we have two other lots. Is what he was saying. Hmm. And I like I'm just used to walking on a lot. You know, if I'm getting my car fixed, I'll I'll walk around the lot anyways just to be become more educated in it sure. but uh yeah so that was pretty frustrating i'm like you have this color we may i'm not sure we may have sold this like i don't know if it's just like the salesman wasn't necessarily versed in it or or they're almost like they said like they say everything's in stock but they only keep a certain amount on the lot but so like i said i'm glad it was it wasn't a high pressure thing i wasn't trying to buy anything today because i am very I'm I'm very much that person. If I see something I like, I'm like, yep, let's get it. Let's lock it down. <laughs> my car's here. Take it. Let me get me a new car. <laughs> when you go to purchase a new car now, be very methodical. Don't ever, and I know you wouldn't because you, you're in finance, so you know this. 
but don't ever negotiate a monthly payment. Negotiate the price of the car. Oh, yeah. Separately negotiate your trade-in. You know, never commit to I'm a cash buyer or I'm a, you know, I'm going to finance. Yeah. Always yeah. act like you're going to find out. Oh, yeah. You're going to see what you're going to pay yeah. and what you're going to get for your trade and decide after that what you're going to do. Negotiate each piece individually, and that's how you get the best deal in today's market. Yeah, he, he said something about, like, I think he said 84 months. I'm like, I'm not financing a car like it's a freaking house, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Right. So, but I mean, that, that's, the, that's the thing. That's how they lock people in right now. And actually, that's probably where the used, used car market's going to go is that there's so much delinquency right now in the used car market that those, those prices are going to shit the bed. And, well, costs got so high for a while. Yeah. Oh, it was stupid. Like, yeah. there was times where my car, after owning it for three years, both uh, my car and my wife's car were worth more to trade them in. Than they and we paid for them. My car it, it still is like now. stupid. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Like mine mm. finally went below below that, but it's been five years. So yeah, I mean, as of December, the last time I checked, I could still trade my car in and receive more for it than I paid for it brand yeah, new. Which makes no sense at all. But those are coming yeah. down. Those that's not going to last. Oh yeah, we're get, hopefully we're getting to more of a normal type thing. But yeah, but so. I don't think the dealerships are ever going to go back to. Holding more inventory than they need to. Yeah, I got you. So, um, <laughs> so we talked about the shit you have hanging around in your house. <laughs> I could keep going, but if you want to, oh, if you want to go, keep going. I'll, I'll, uh, I, I got my list too here. Okay. A lot of people heard when when Trump was president, he got sued <laughs> over his. I mean, what, what to call it? It's like his real estate course that he was selling. It was called Trump University, and I'm thinking. <laughs> Here's a guy who's supposedly a real estate Here's mogul, a guy. and he's gonna he's offering to teach how to get into real estate, how he got into real estate, and kind of you know his strategies. And I'm like, ah, even if I'm never gonna be a real estate mogul, this is information I want to have. Gotcha. So I bought it. I bought his <laughs> Trump University course. How to um, become president, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I'll tell you, I read through some of it, and, and actually, I don't think I ever got through the whole thing because, I'll be honest with you, it was complete trash. There was nothing you couldn't get in a how to buy and sell real estate book written by a real estate agent who'd been in the business two years. Like, it, there wasn't... It's a ringing endorsement you it, get right there. And, well, I mean, while he was president, he got sued <laughs> over the course. And I there was a settlement... I. Probably could have gotten money out of the class action lawsuit, <laughs> but um, I don't think I was aware of how to do that until after the fact. You still have that book? I think I still have it. It's not a book. It was like a... A pamphlet. It was a. It was like six or eight... Coloring book? Coloring books <laughs> and uh, like audio CDs that went along with them. It was, it was a pretty like expansive wow. thing. All right. I may have thrown them out when we moved from Webster to, to Florida, but I'll follow up. I'll check. <laughs> yeah, I'll, please, I'll check into that. Please after. do. I'll follow up. <laughs> this has never come up on the podcast, and I kind of don't want it to either, because people take it further than it is. But back in two thousand and nine, maybe two thousand and ten. Back then, ghost hunters and ghost <laughs> adventures were like all the things. Yeah, they were TV. the rage. Yep, you're and right. Everybody was watching them. And so my perspective on it, watching that, was I'm not the type that believes in that. But I can't tell you how bad I wanted to believe it. So I loved watching them. I loved watching their evidence and at the end and how they broke down and what they thought. And if you remember, <clears throat> Ghost Hunters was like, they're trying to debunk it almost. They're mm -hmm. trying to help you. Okay, this could be causing it. This could be causing it. But this we think is actual yep. real evidence of potential ghosts. So they believed it, but they also wanted to tell you like it might not be Something's that. off. Yeah. 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 Ghost Adventures, on the other hand, was like, they were just like, it's all ghosts, and I was possessed by a demon, and they were kind of mm. over the top. Yeah. So I remember thinking, like, I was good friends with, you know, Dupe and um, Tiff. 
and we all kind of got together. Andy's older brother Joe, the late Joe Dupuis, and we were all like, "Let's let's see if we can, you know, find go let's to local places yeah. that are haunted yeah. and see if we can experience any of this shit." So we did spend quite a bit of money on like infrared camcorders, um, just all, anything you can use these like uh, electromagnetic field monitors yep, and all sorts of this equipment. And, you know, we actually went to some places that were considered haunted and tried to have experiences and nothing obviously <laughs> yeah, ever nothing came, came of it. Um, we we did in, in one of like the places we went to, there was a guitar in the room. True story. We have it on camera. We have the audio of it and the guitar strummed and there was nobody near it. Okay. All right. So that actually happened. And then you also now this is totally separate, but we were in St. Augustine. Recording the podcast with Jesse. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Somebody's phone starts going off. Jesse, Yours was off completely. Jesse's was, I think he said it was on silent. And yours is a Samsung, so and mine's it, was a, a Samsung. it was an iPhone. No, mine's a, mine is, no, no, mine is a it, Motorola that doesn't have Siri. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's was, what it was. It was an iPhone thing that just tapped into the... Yeah, and Siri starts saying, like... I need more information or something. Yeah, I need more information. <laughs> and then... I am here, it said. And we were like... Yeah. And then and come to find out, right, that place is... It's known as one of the most haunted yes. hotels in the country. So It's the <laughs> Santa Monica Hotel in St. Augustine. And we're like, who's here? And then we're all hoping, like, is this Aaron telling us yeah, he's yeah, here? Yeah. But going back to the paranormal stuff and trying to find that, I've always wanted to believe in that, but it's something where I need to experience more. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes things happen that you can't explain, but it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. you're in the room with a ghost. Yeah. When I first moved down to Florida, we were uh, hanging out with my buddy Jeff. Actually, I lived with him for a while and a couple other, like, actually turned into a frat house, (laughs) but he actually owned a house outside of Tampa when I moved back down. So he he was big into the ghost hunters as well. So we're watching an episode one day, and it actually goes into Worcester, and it's about the Palladium. All right. And I'm watching the episode, and the the main dude that actually requested them to show up, I'm like, oh. I went to school. I played little league with this kid, and he was at my bus stop. Like the main dude that was that brought him there. Like I had known Shit. him. Like I used to talk to him every morning, him? <laughs> possibly. But so yeah, it was pretty funny when like he's talking about you know the Palladium and the different things that are happening. I'm like, yeah, I freaking know this kid because you know I grew up with him for you know ages like eight to twelve. Like so, I did hear too because we we use the Palladium for. Some of the co- couple of the comedy shows that we did, and supposedly, supposedly, there we go. Good word. There is like some bands had had paranormal experiences in like the, the dressing rooms out back. Okay. So when we used it for the comedy shows. I can tell you right now, we hung out back there for hours and hours and hours, and nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. But interesting though. Yeah, older buildings, shit happens, and right, you never know. This, uh, I was always into it. I still kind of am, although I don't like really watch the TV shows anymore. But I'd love to. I, you tell me there's like a haunted tour. I would like to go yeah. on. I always want to go on those. Well, I think the worst thing about those shows is when they start, it's it's the open-mindedness of it. Right. It's just trying to find it. And then what happens over time is you kind of lose you lose that grab, so then they start to do more and more extreme things to try to keep the viewers. Right. And then it's just, all right, now it just becomes, now it's just fake. Like, now you guys are trying to find shit. And you have a, what a jump scare or, like, a you know, you finish before a commercial and, like, oh, what happened? And then there's a, then it just cuts to commercial, and then the, yeah. you, you're, you're stuck waiting there. And then The cliffhanger, man. Yeah. At, at that point, you're just like, all right, the, this is enough. Like yeah. now, now you're just trying to keep viewers on. So, how do you feel about the existence of ghosts? There's plenty of things that happen that, in my opinion, aren't coincidences. I have more so with kind of relatives who have passed away that I have signs. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the things that I always see are hawks at a certain point in time, uh, songs at a certain point in time. Oh, my God, yeah. in my opinion, really stick out uh, for something with me. Like, so um, when my dad passed away, one of one of the songs he listened to kind of towards the end of his life was um, it was a cover of the name of the artist or the, the band is called 
Actually, it's called The Band, so I can't really describe it well. But the name of the song is called The Wait. Okay. The band he listened to covered it, and it was actually, we actually played it at his funeral uh, when they were cycling through some pictures. And every time that song comes on, it's, it's at a certain point where we're like, hey, it's great to hear from you, Dad. It just comes on at certain times. And mm-hmm. then um, I don't know if I ever told you this. There was one time I was playing in a golf tournament shortly after my uh, brother had passed. And my brother was known on the golf course as just hitting monstrous drives. Like, he was just a fucking insane. Yeah. It wouldn't necessarily go anywhere near where he was aiming it, <laughs> but he would fucking kill the ball. Right. So we were playing in a tournament one day, and I, I hit a drive that ended up, it was a par four, and I ended up right next to the, you know, just off the green pin high. And we drive, you know, actually, it's funny. One of, one of my teammates actually chipped it in for an eagle uh, at this tournament. And then uh, we drive to the next hole, and there's a Hardy song, the Give 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 Heaven Some Hell, playing oh, from a house on the on the course. And I'm sitting there going, nobody knows this song. Yeah, like, this impossible. song's pretty new, but the fact that I hit probably one of the best drives of my life right. in the next hole, that song is playing is just it's just eerie. Like it's Damn. there's something there. And tell the backstory of why that's that song. With the CD or the oh the yeah record. oh yeah and that, this was before Joanna made the CD for me so yeah I have I have oh, a couple okay. of CDs actually the, the two CDs for my dad and my brother are for my dad it's the band the weight all of those uh, the lyrics so it's it's pretty much in this in the form of a record and all the lyrics just wrap around like a circle mm-hmm. so it looks just like a you know a vinyl record and then the same thing with Aaron is the uh, given give heaven some hell mm-hmm. so the fact that that song came out. And it just reminded me of him. And that's the song that's playing on the next hole. Yeah. Like, that's friggin' insane to me. So, yeah. you know, like I said, there's, it just gives you that thought. Like, all right, there's a reason why. There is something going on outside of this. I, I think the same thing with Hawks. Yeah. Uh, a day or two after my dad passed, I'm, I'm hanging out with my, um, my stepmom and my stepbrother. We're in the backyard of my dad's house. And this hawk just flies out from the woods right at us. And it gets to about 20 feet from us, spreads its wings, and just, like, makes this loud noise and just flies off. <laughs> so ever since that day, I just equate him to a hawk. So right. if there's, like, a hawk just squawking in our, in our yard or just hanging out on a fence, I'm like, all right, hey, he's just checking up on us. So, like, right. to me, that, that's I, – I don't necessarily get too much into the ghosts, but that's I get more so into, into those things, um, you know, whether it's a hawk or it's a cardinal or it's a – it's a, a song. song, like those things. To, in my opinion, those are, those are what really stick out in my mind. And it's just like, all right, yeah, somebody else is out there watching over me, saying, "Hey, I'm here, hanging out." But one of the times not we to went get down, too heavy, but oh, well, yeah, part of it. One of the times we went down to visit Aaron at Sarasota, Sarasota Memorial, yeah. and we were leaving. We were going over to Calusa. Guess what comes on in our car? And like almost as we pulled out of the cemetery, is Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. My hero, yeah. Which is like. Got goosebumps. Yep. You know, it's like, oh my God. You know, it's crazy. Yesterday, that song came on. I had mentioned to, I was actually hanging out with Andy and Bethany. Like, Joanna and I were hanging out with them. And I said, I said, Andy, have you ever heard when Dave Roll sings acoustic, My Hero? It's on Howard Stern. I guess it's a famous clip. Mm-hmm. But he plays an unbelievable version of My Hero on acoustic guitar. Just him, nobody else. And Andy just looks over to me and he's like, you have no idea that came up on my Facebook memories today that said I forwarded this to other people five years ago that said, hey, you have to listen to this rendition of it. So just that my hero song just sticks out like crazy. And if you don't have if you've never seen it, look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah Dave yeah, Grohl, my hero on Howard Stern. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of a, a ramp up to it where Howard's kind of interviewing him. Yeah. But he plays an unbelievable just solo rendition of it that, in my opinion, is probably the be- best version of it. When we were in St. Augustine, me, you, LaRose, were you there? Me, you, LaRose, and Jesse, I think we went into that taco place. And they fucking, yeah. that song comes yeah, in. Yeah, you're right. You know, in yeah, a so. random taco place in St. Augustine. Yep. You know? And the fact it was the three of us just hanging out, ordering. And that was right yeah. after yep. we did the podcast. Yep. And that's, that's right. fucking telling you I'm here. And then yep. we go into this taco place, and there goes my hero comes in. <laughs> yep. So, so there's de- definitely plenty of times where that happens. And, um, 
Yeah, I think I told the story. Like, there's uh, the 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 band who covered the band was mm. Little Feet, uh, the the song The Weight. And every time, like Little Feet's a very, I mean, I guess you know the band from a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't been relevant in a long time. But every once in a while on Sirius, I'll see it going into work, and I'll be like, I've never heard of this. I've never heard of Little Feet before my dad. Right. And the fact that it comes on randomly, it kind of makes your day. It's like, all right, hey, yeah. I, I can kind of relax a little bit here. And, right. You know, so just interesting shit that goes on. That <laughs> you, like, it's not just a coincidence. There's a little more to it than right. that. That's my list of, uh, of, of things that we spent an absurd amount of money on. But. All right. So Larry just introduced us uh, some uh, Cuban seed but American-made cigars. So we're going to try these out at very low expectations. But this is actually one thing. We're talking about um, stuff I've got into lately. So, But Larry suggested a brand-new cigar cutter, Calibri, mm-hmm. which I've been thoroughly impressed with so far. And I bought a nice cigar cutter, and I have a golf bag-looking humidor as I travel down here to Ellington. To smoke cigars with Larry, so uh, yeah, that is pretty badass. A few things that I've spent money on lately. Hopefully, I get the use out of. And I know Larry is talking about his um, purchases that have gotten some mileage, and some that have not got some mileage. So we're gonna test out these cigars now. But I think a good segue into shit that I've bought. Uh, we were talking to Joanna right before the show, and she's been texting me during the show about shit I've bought. That's just sitting around. Okay. So, uh, yeah, she was pretty mad about the guitar amplifiers that I have. I apparently have three that she found the third one. <laughs> so I have two electrics. One of them's from way back in the day. I bought a new one. And then I bought a, an electric, uh, sorry, an acoustic amplifier as well. So, so yeah, when, three amps. Yeah, when she hears this, she, she has to understand that you need a, an acoustic amplifier as well. Uh, we well, we don't have to let her know. Keep this between us. Because I've only used the acoustic amplifier once in three years. Wow! So yeah. once in so three let's years. Let's keep that between us. So I think the other things. Um, I think Larry knows. I got into woodworking back in the day. So I was making cornhole boards. And I was hand painting them. So it literally would take me three to four weeks to make a set of cornhole boards. It was fun for a little while until I realized how much time went into those. Three to four weeks. Now, the of best weekends. thing about that, like, I made a bunch for family for like a Christmas present. So they actually, they've still lasted. Actually, I played on boards that I made over 10 years ago. I played on them um, Christmas. So the fact that they've held up is pretty good. Oh, yeah. And I hand painted the old, I hand, I hand painted both the old Patriot and the new Patriot. The old Patriot came out awesome. The new Patriot sucked, but <laughs> but I, I paid a lot more attention to the old pa- Pat Patriot. A lot of people would say that that's how the logos are. Yeah, that's why I didn't <clears throat> spend time on that shit. <laughs> so. I'm a fan of the new logo. I have nothing against it. No, I have nothing a against lot of it. But hate it. when that old logo co- when they when they wear those uniforms, like to me, that's that's what we grew up on, and I think that that's a Patriot, not a flying Elvis. So, yeah, you mentioned uh, exercise equipment, too. Yep. So, yeah, free weights. Yep, definitely bought a bench, some free weights. Mm-hmm. Used them all twice. Free weights twice. Gave them nice. We had a third bedroom on top of an office at our old house, and yeah, <laughs> that third bedroom was just collecting dust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing I bought was the – I tried to get in the smoked old-fashioned phase where I had, like, the wood mm. – the types of wood, the smoker, the – it's just too much work. Have you have you spent time on that, like trying to do smoked old fashions? I don't do. Um, I, I haven't. Th- mixed drinks aren't anything I've really messed with too much. Um, I love bourbons, but I'll, I'll get out my little um, Glen Karen glass. I think they're called, and I'll drink it neat, straight. Yeah, yep. The other thing I, I I got into for a little while was the Nintendo. The first Nintendo actually bought a refurbished one and started buying old games. Now, that, to me, was always fun. I love Super Mario Brothers, RBI Baseball. Those are some of my favorite games that were out there. 
Do you have any games like that? Like, oh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. Like to me, those were amazing. But games. you put that on a list of wasted money. You, you use. Well, that. I haven't. Uh, I haven't. I haven't used it. the The worst part is you can't hook it up to a newer TV. You have to right. have this friggin. You have to have this like changeover thing. Yeah, it brings it from and the it looks like to shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks like shit. It's not like you can plug an AV cable into a new TV. So. Right. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to start investing in old TVs. <laughs> like, um, well, I actually did that in Webster. I bought a an old school Nintendo NES system, bunch of games, you know, Mario, Duck yep. Hunt, Mario 2, Mario 3, um, RBI Baseball, Mike Tyson Punch-Out. Yep. Um, I forget what the football game was called. Well, there's Tecmo Bowl. There was another one called Ten Yard Fight that sucked. No, but Tecmo there. Bowl was the one that actually is well known. Okay, Maybe, I had one that was called John Elway that wasn't bad either. But that might have been the one. I had. Everybody loved Tecmo Bowl. I just never had it. Okay, but so we bought those, and again, when it came time to move, I, I just sold it all. I was selling yeah. everything. Oh yeah. So I had bought it for a hundred bucks. I think I unloaded that with the games for like two fifty. Yep. Oh yeah, so they've they've gone like up problem. in value. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been looking at some of the games like Paperboy. <laughs> One of the games we had that we loved was called Dodgeball. Okay. It was amazing. But uh, another game that you try to buy that on the aftermarket now, you're talking forty or fifty bucks for a freaking twenty twenty five thirty year old game, <laughs> like yeah, an no. eight bit game. So you pay for new games. So. But yeah, that was another thing that I started collecting. Um, yeah, Joanna kind of gives me shit for the uh, pedals I bought for the guitar, which I haven't put on a pedal board yet. But um, I did buy a guitar club, a guitar, a golf club carrying case that okay. I used once, and it takes up so much freaking room. But to me, I'm so particular with my clubs that like I need them to be protected. So if I ever travel anywhere, like what is a carrying case? It's a, it's a hard shell golf club carrying case. So, like, if you want to go somewhere on a plane with it. Oh, okay, okay. Worst like, part why is... Why would you ever need that? The friggin' wheels disintegrated. Like, and I'm sitting there going, like... And you know what it is? It's a... <laughs> it's a, it's a sit, slippy, slappy, <laughs> slippy... Samsonite. No, it's a Samsonite carrying case. Yeah, that, that's the part that pisses me off, is I actually bought a good name. <laughs> and the, the, the wheels disintegrated, so now I can't even carry it anywhere, so... I How used, much did that used cost it once. you? Uh, that was about a buck seventy. Oof, and the wheels went. Yeah, I, I think you can replace them, but then that's just another production that you get to freaking do. Yeah. I think the wor- the not not the worst one because we had some good times with it, but it was the pool table. So the pool table slash farmers table. Yeah, that was pretty cool, but I don't think I ever played pool on it once with them. Yeah. I think I only played like twenty times total. <sighs> but it was. See, a regular old dining room table you could have got for three, four hundred bucks. You got a pool table version that costs you. I don't even want to say. <laughs> put, <laughs> put it this way. They it's pay, not good. They paid me $2,000 when they took it back. <laughs> so if that matters. You paid way more than that. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. All of these things, like actually saying all this, has taught me a valuable lesson. When I look at something to buy, how much space does it take up? How much am I going to use it? And how much is it going to top, cost to store it? And now I get yelled at, oh, uh, the DVDs. I have a million friggin' oh, DVDs. me too. Me too. <laughs> so Joanna got pissed. She's like, We well, don't have a DVD player anymore. Why don't you give away your DVDs? I'm like, give them You know home. why? Because they're in a small case. Like, I've gotten rid of all of the, the actual plastic case, and they're just, in a, they're just in a CD case sitting around. So, But I have most of the family guys, The Office. That 70s show. Like, I have all of those DVDs sitting around. I also have a lot of the classics, too, like the classic movies Godfather, Goodfellas, sure. Scarface. <laughs> like, I I've got old I'm not a huge and, fan and of Scarface, but you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, the whole thing is like somebody wants to go, oh, you could watch those movies anytime. Well, not necessarily. Do I have to rent them? Do I have to buy them? Do I. You have to rent them? I kind of, I do have a DVD player sitting around. So, whatever. We don't have a DVD player. Actually, we might have one in our bedroom. That might be broken. Here's the thing: when you <laughs> have when you have a, a kid at the, we don't anymore. But she was at one point the two, three, four, five range, where she's like, "Oh, press button, thing yep. opens." I put shit in and close. Yeah. 
now your DVD player has fucking a spaghetti sandwich yeah, in it. Yeah, a Play-Doh in it, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't work anymore. So. But now, like, VHSs of, like, the freaking Lion King, like, in good condition, those things are crazy amounts of money, so it's, and it's weird. And nobody can play them. That's great. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, just, uh, I, save those, I save some of those things when they don't take up space. But right. I also have a vinyl collection, too, that I'm working on. <laughs> I have a record player. So, as long as I don't take up a lot of space, I think it's... That's fair. In my opinion, uh, it's nostalgic in my mind, too. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'd appreciate this. And not to talk about Olympia. Everybody hates when we talk about Olympia. They do? Um, oh. oh, yeah. Oh, Bastard. I was accused way back in the day of stealing tailwinds. I've never stolen a damn thing in my life. Oh, that wasn't true? <laughs> no, it was I'm never true. Kidding. I'm just kidding. So I've never stolen kidding. a damn thing in my life. Well, every once in a while, they come out with these same tailwinds. And uh, probably about four years ago, they did it again, right, right about the start of COVID. And I found like four or five versions, and I bought old Tailwind. I have four brand new pairs of Tailwinds sitting in my closet yeah. that I just don't wear. I don't know why I bought them. Like, I know we've had friends. Uh, Mike loved the shocks. Yep, same. Me too. Yeah. So, but yeah, I have, those are stupid things I bought thinking I was going to wear. They're just sitting there and... Well, if you ever need a nice pair of shoes with a nice outfit, oh, you yeah. got a brand new, fresh pair. There you go. That's not me, but now, now, I'm, now I'm on the Hey Dudes and cheap, cheap friggin' loafers. Still, they're there. So, but yeah, stupid shit that you just accumulate over time, and you cannot throw those away. No, I mean, it's a brand new pair of shoes. You could probably sell them. That's what I was looking at. I'm, I'm looking at the resale of these going, yeah. if I had the box of these, like, shit. Oh, you don't keep the box. No. Come on. See, that's one of the things that was on my list that I didn't, I didn't even say. So what I'll do is when I buy a bunch of new shit, like take this podcast equipment for example. <laughs> At least we're using it. We we use it, so this isn't that's not on the list. But I can't. I was so when I take all the stuff out and I unbox it, I keep the boxes because I'm like, well, what if there's a problem? What yep. if like a couple like a couple weeks in, I have an issue and it has to go back. Or, you know, even even like further on, like down the road, what if we need to transport it and yes. it needs oh, a good yeah. place? Yep. Well, I like to have the box for that. Yep. Megan, on the other hand, she's a lot of like, does not like clutter, doesn't like shit anywhere. So I put all the boxes for our equipment. And you got to remember, it's four mics, boxes for those. Yep. A soundboard, a box for that. Four mic uh, arms, boxes for all that. Four head headsets boxes for those, so I kept all those out in the garage. So I came home one day, and she's like, "Hey, do you mind if I throw out the boxes for the podcasting equipment? You're on like episode six or eight at this point." And I was just like, "No, nah, yeah, I think I guess we're good. It's just taking up a lot of space." She's like, "Good, because I already threw them away." <laughs> After the fact, yeah. She asked me if I was okay with it. I was like, "Yeah, I guess we're good. Yeah, good, because I already yep. did." Yeah, I had one where um, uh, my dad was great about buying sports paraphernalia. And, you know, he knew I liked the Yankees, but like like we've talked about on this podcast, I'm not a huge baseball fan. But he bought me a, rep, a small replica Yankee Stadium. And it had a plug-in where the lights would go on. Like you could plug it in, flip a switch, and the lights would go on so it would light up. And it was down to the detail of, I think it was... Babe Ruth's bat was at the front of the stadium or something like that, but it was a one-off little piece. And anytime we would transport this thing, like you need to have like the styrofoam on top of like so I kept that box. Joanna will never own up to this, but I think she threw away the box. Oh no. And then we were transporting it and the bat broke. And I'm like, this is a fucking important part of this damn stadium. Oh no. So yeah. So I was the same way. Keeping the box, especially for something like that, you know, so it's a little frustrating. It's a, it's a, again, it means, it means a lot more to me than probably it means, you know, from a, a worth standpoint, but, sure. but yeah, the bat's gone somewhere. So if you had the box though, if we had the box, well, that's the other thing. Soon. All right. So Joanna, we had a, a fantasy football, the Aaron bobblehead. We're trying to figure that out. Trying to figure out how to send it up to Aaron. I'm sorry, to Barrett for Aaron's. You know, because Barrett won this year, mm -hmm. 
And um, I think May has the box. Hopefully she does. I hope she didn't give us the box because we may have just lost it in the moves. Oh, no. But, yeah, it's a bobblehead of Aaron. Yeah. And since Barrett won, bastard. I got to send it up to him because I came in last because I suck. (laughs) So we got to figure out how to get that up to him. You should have taken it when you flew up there. I know. So I think that's most of the shit. We, uh, pint glasses is another thing. Like I used to try to collect a bunch of them, buy them at any breweries we went to. And I'm telling you, like I got rid of so many of those because I remember I went I up just to your house the before ones. you guys sold your condo or your townhouse, um, and you were like, "Hey, man, I got these glasses. You want these?" And I remember I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take." A and Megan's like, "No, yeah, no." I'm just like, "Why? You have plenty." Yep. You did give us one that was like a big Florida. I still have that one. We still yeah. use it. I think you keep the ones that are special, but outside of that, like, I would get them everywhere we went. Aaron used to steal them for us. Oh, yes. Of course. I mean, you have those. Does anybody have a Jockey's Ridge one? Anymore? Yeah. A ribs? Jockey's yeah. Ribs? We need those. Yeah, those those are classics. Aaron took so many of those. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess I'll take this point to uh, also, like... Joanna gets to call me out for shit I've bought. Yep. So we also bought a knockoff Rumba. Okay. Vacuum type thing. And the reason why we didn't use it was because we lived in a two-story townhome. You know, how, but... How's it going to operate when you have two different floors? Well, you could do it on one floor, bring it upstairs, and use oh, the other okay. floor. I get you. That, that's doable. Okay. We moved into an apartment that was one floor. It's still in the box. What about your house that's all one floor? Oh, shit. It's a ranch. <laughs> so, yeah. That's me calling her up. <laughs> yeah. So, you're not yeah. the only one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when I start playing guitar, my different amplifiers, you can uh, get, get, that, get that vacuum going, please. <clears throat> You've got me thinking. Has Megan bought anything? Easy, Rod. <laughs> I say this all the time when I think you're going to say something. That we haven't used. <laughs> Ah, damn it! You're 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 stuck. I don't think she's so calculated with her decisions. Oh man, <laughs> miss accounting in there. <laughs> Spend money on something I'm not going to yeah, use. That's true. She, like I don't think she can hear us, but I can see her in the other. <laughs> yeah, she's all working hard it, on it, Sunday it. afternoon. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this I know this comes out on a Tuesday. Sorry. Yep. Yes, yeah, I can't think of one thing. Oh, you're stuck. That she bought, that we. She's like a. She's like the. Let's replace. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Joanna goes a little crazy with the cats. In most cases, they use the shit that she buys. But there's other cases where, like, there's toys or. The other thing I bought recently. <laughs> now that I think of it, I just looked down at my notepad. I bought a sausage maker. <laughs> so. After the uh, the hog, the petting zoo thing, <laughs> uh, yeah, we just got a bunch of ground sausage. Nice. Okay. So I'm like, all right, well, it's what do you do with that? Like, I'd rather have links you can, you know, make some brats out of or some uh, breakfast sausage. So they just give you a bunch of loose ground meat. Okay. So I bought a sausage maker. Yeah, that was four months ago. Oh, no, you haven't used it? No. I don't think I had illusions of grandeur. Delusions of grandeur? Illusions? Yeah. Whatever. Delusions. Soon to come, hog meat sausage. As soon as I get around to it, after I play my keyboard. What, um... I did make breakfast patties out of the hog, though. And those are good. Those okay. are good. No complaints there. All right, so I think uh, one thing we've done over the last few episodes is we're really trying to get people to move to Florida. And we want our friends to move to Florida. But nobody else. Yeah, there's way too many people moving to Florida. So Larry's going to catch this fresh. I'm going to kind of catch this fresh, too. I only looked down for a little while. But this is the uh, Best of Florida Man 2022 Weird, Wacky, Unbelievable Stories from this year. Last year. From this state. (laughs) Florida man found with drugs after getting trapped in a porta potty So he got stuck in a porta potty Yep. He was screaming for help. Did it say where? Collier County. So it wasn't his party. Isn't that where Ray Finkel was from? So where Ray Finkel's from. <laughs> I thought so. One hell of a model American. 
Yeah, no, they found is... him with a powdery substance in a bag that was fentanyl with a syringe in. <laughs> Jesus. Call your How county. How do you get trapped in a porta potty? Call your county. That's isn't that like Naples area? I think yeah, it's south of us, yeah. Yeah. Not okay. too far south of you. A couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> closer <laughs> closer to you than me. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> How do you get stuck in a porta potty? Yeah, how do you not be able to get out? Maybe he was so <laughs> fucked up, he just didn't know how to pull the handle. <laughs> you know? I mean, that is pretty horrific, getting stuck in a porta potty with drugs uh, or without drugs. <laughs> he went in there to do drugs. At least it's safe. Uh, like, no, it's not. Sterile. It's, no, ster- it's sterile. It's no, probably I'm... the most sterile place you could be. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Have you been in one of those? <laughs> <laughs> that is the, like... If there's anything you can go, like, anything but a porta potty, that, that's uh, the last, yeah. last resort. Right. All right. Well, that's Collier County for you. Now uh, that we're all sick, what's next? <laughs> After police chase, Florida woman crosses getting arrested off bucket list. <laughs> it's, that's a Florida thing, though. Uh, it's on my bucket list. It's not on yours? Getting arrested? Uh, I mean, I don't want to wait till later in life where it's not going to affect me. I but know. I think I can outrun you, so like we're good. Why no, you that's what I meant. Me? Like, if you and I are caught doing something, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so if we're doing it together, I'm getting arrested. Yes, or not. Yep. for this episode, we're going to get arrested. Fuck! <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to trip you. Monroe County, which I think is Jacksonville area. Yeah, that's all it was. Was she, it was on her bucket list? <laughs> she just purposely got arrested. But what did she do? Nothing. She, like, Nothing. Grab somebody's like. She just f- was fleeing wallet? and eluding a or cop. Junk? Yeah, no, she just was trying to outrun a cop. Hey, fuck you, copper, eight, and run. Eight a.m. <laughs> okay. But hey, that's a great response. It was just on my bucket list. So thank yeah. you, thank you for uh, been trying to knock yeah. this out for weeks. Oh, this was a dream of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, how old is she? Oh, here's one that's close. Does uh, it she, say? No, she was thirty something. Her bucket list. Dude, wait until you're in your 60s. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't been arrested by that time. I was trying to find... Yeah, An idiot like that sounds like they're going to find a way to get arrested on their own anyway. Yeah, on the on this article, she looked pretty young. So, like, 20s or 30s. Oh, here's a good one. Dude, I got carded today, and I asked the lady, I was like, seriously, how old do you think I am? And she's like, honestly, babe, this is what she told me, this is at Publix. Honestly, babe, you could be anywhere from 20 to 45. Okay. Well, it's like I'm on the high, very high end of that yeah. scale, but okay. All right. And then I went and I got cigars and I got carded again. Wow, twice in one day. But the guy told me he was only carding me because he got busted selling cigars to underage. Oh, I got you. <laughs> so what? Yeah. And cigars are eighteen too. Like. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm carding everybody. I, he was telling each person that he was ringing up before me too. He's telling the same fucking story. Oh, I got you. Yeah, no, he's panicking. The guy in front of me looked like he was like <laughs> seventy. <laughs> you know, I was like, "Well, you're he's carding that guy." <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, like I love that part in Superbad where where McLovin gets carded. He's like, "It makes makes me feel young again." <laughs> <laughs> and he's underage, right? <laughs> oh shit! Here's a good one. Here. A Florida man charged for throwing a hot dog at a St. Pete police officer. He ignored the warnings. For violating an ordinance. Don't throw that hot dog. He continued to sell hot dogs after his street permit expired. That's oh, it. That sounds weak. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. God, Florida, you got to step this shit up. Yeah, uh, the Florida man arrests should be like fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting soft. Well, your your ordinance ended at eight. It's eight oh five, and you're still selling hot dogs. Although throwing a hot dog at a police officer, you know, is kind fuck of funny. you, and he throws the hot dog. <laughs> yeah, at him. that's kind of funny. Is bat- mm-hmm. He's charged with battery on a law enforcement officer. Florida man drives stolen truck to Space Force base to warn of battle between aliens, dragons, and reports. All right, now we're getting back to it. Here we go. Yes. Driving a stolen vehicle. He called it a mission from the President of the United States. He's 29 years old. Which one, Gerald Ford? <laughs> He's 29, so... He doesn't know who's president. He has no idea. He probably has no idea either. Mission oh, wait a second. Oh. He needed to take the vehicle and warn government officials that there were U.S. aliens fighting Chinese dragons. Yikes. Wow. Uh, we, need, we need to know what he's on. Probably the cigars we had earlier. Oh, this is another one that's close by. 
Deputies release video of Pinellas woman Irish folk dancing during sobriety test. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joanna. <laughs> uh, she was 38. She was under the influence. Property damage. And what? she refused to submit to uh, testing after rear-ending a vehicle. When she showed signs of impairment, she did an Irish jig <laughs> to try to get out of it. <laughs> Look what I can do. Not bad. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay, here, here's another. I would, hang right. out, I would hang out with her. These are getting better. Does it give a name? Yeah, we, it does. Yeah. Can yeah. we get her on the podcast? <laughs> it's just true. I would have her I on the her podcast name. in a second. Let her know. Oh. Another good. All right, so these are getting better. Good. The hot dog at the police was not there. I shouldn't even go to the <laughs> Florida man wearing nothing but a cowboy hat attacks woman with machete. <laughs> that sounds more like it. It was October. In Miami. Guy's last name was Hercules. Nice. Uh, Oh, police said he asked her for a crack pipe, but when she didn't have it, he chased her with a machete. There you go. (laughs) I love it. Right? We got to get him on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Well, it's not that funny. I mean, charged with attempted murder, attempted robbery, battery with a weapon. Okay. <laughs> this is another game. All right, number seven. Florida woman speeds through checkpoint, takes selfie during traffic stop. Very nice. With the cop in it or just by herself? Let's see. Uh, she's 24. This was in Lee County. I don't know where the hell that is. When That's... the dep- deputy called for backup, she took a selfie before driving off again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was the cop in the uh, selfie though? No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound it. Ah, uh, she's. Damn it. Twenty-four. You missed your spot. Char- Charles Wideneck McDowell arrested again. The man who went viral on social media for his wide neck. Nice. I know who you're talking about too. Yeah, th- this one definitely made f- full news. Yeah. Um. So what do you do this time? Aggravated stalking with another. Uh, withholding support for child or spouse. I don't know. Escambia. Yeah, look at the size of his neck. You didn't even have to show me the picture. I knew you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, that guy definitely made um, national news. What did he do the first time? Does it say in there? Because I've seen that mugshot like a hundred times. Fleeing, eluding police and drug charges. Is this because he's from Florida? I recognize him. Yes. I thought there was ten of these. There's only eight. I can't count. That's the best of. It's kind of weak. Yeah. That's why people are still moving here. Yeah. If you go back to 2020 or 2019, it'd probably be a better list. Yeah. We'll have to to accumulate a better list. Let's discourage some people. Yeah. Next episode. Roads are getting a little populated, so. And we're even dealing with um, red tide right now. You want to discourage people from moving here. You think our beaches are all pristine? They are. But let me tell you something. When red tide rolls around, forget it. Just smells like dead, rotten fish. Yeah, I'm glad I'm nowhere near the beach. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not near enough to smell it. But I mean, I played golf at uh, Venice Lakes in 2018 in the peak yeah. of the worst yeah. red tide season since I've lived here. And it's right next to the ocean, and I left with six, week, six weeks of bronchitis. Ooh. All right. You're scaring people away. Just kidding. That's fine. <laughs> now, friends. Friends. We will, we will steer you away between from you these and, pitfalls. Between you and us, Ooh. it's awesome. Other people, please don't come down. Please stop. Larry, how are you liking your um, corporate ladder today? Great. Yeah, we went there earlier. They had, this one's called Calculator. They had, what was the other one called? Company Culture. Company Culture is yeah. I think pretty that was damn better. good. That yeah. was the oh, better yeah. of the two. Yeah. We started with that. Um, this one's pretty good, too. I'll give it a uh, 425 on Untapped. It was between a 4 and a 425, but... Um, like we talk about with your wife, I, I go with company, gives it the extra bump. You know, it was just us hanging out, talking fucking podcasts, and uh, so we gave it the bump. That's all I got, though. That's all I got, too. Perfect. What's the outro? We're going to stick with this one right here.
There's a couple <laughs> quick keys. Wish I didn't do that. Showing a big spider. But never mind. Right, yeah, you got to clean that up. Back there. <laughs> no, you just pointed at Megan. That's not the right thing to do. No, not Megan. <laughs> I have this brush. It's like a. It almost looks like a duster, but it extends like eight uh, feet. Okay. And that's what I. What spider killer. Use. Yeah. You just take up the webs that are in the cage. I got you. You need one if you don't have one. I, you know, I paid Terminex to actually get rid of my spiders because that was one of the worst things in the pool, and they have killed it. Crushed I it. don't come across any freaking sp- what they call them crab spiders. I think. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Oh no, it, Terminex has knocked out any single crab spider. I used to have like four in the pool every week. So, so you're saying we need uh, to? So we use Paragon. This is a different local company, and they come and they get rid of the the webs and all that, but. Three days later, they're back. I haven't seen any hmm. in eight months. Fuck. So, I don't Crushing know. Just it. a thought. Crushing it. See, tons of termites, so Terminix sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're eating all the... Well, your, your house is concrete anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know. the hell do you need No, termites? they've been good. Like we, we have seen very little bugs, which is awesome. Good. Because we were able to open some doors, not worry about the spiders. Like That sucks when you walk around the pool trying to clean it. Sorry, this is not... <laughs> everybody's problems right now. They're probably freezing their ass off in 20 degree. Yeah. Some of our friends up in the Northeast, but uh, yeah, that's what we have to deal with. It's 89 degrees. It's too hot. I'm sorry, guys. Isn't that hilarious? Depending on where you live, people are either bitching about there's snow in the ground. It's too cold. And then you come here and people are bitching. It's, it's yep. March and it's 85 yep. fucking degrees and humid. And humid. Yep. So, I guess nobody's ever happy. No. Uh, it's better than ice skating this time of year. You know what I've never done Uh-oh. is ice skate. Really? Never been put on a... I, I, I would die. All right. That, that should be a future podcast recap, is getting you out ice skating. Why what do you, you want to kill me? It's not going to kill you. It's just going <laughs> to mangle you, but not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. kill you. 